listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner with the very untypical... Um, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. <laughs> you can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We've Good had morning a... to you. Morning, morning, Frank. We've had a tweet about the weather. Shall we start with that? We oh, are. yeah, we, do. we never do weather on this. I seem to remember we used to have weather um, forecasts weather and stuff news. on this in the early days. Whatever happened to weather forecasts? Did we ever say a now for the weather? I, I never said doing that. that. No. We should have. I used to back refer, I used to say that then. And then was, that the, weather. was the weather then. <laughs> what about yeah. when we had to do the news once? Oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Well. I think you, you sort of know what's going on in the news. It's all about sharing. And as, and as my child says, sharing is caring. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Gardner Unless says... Unless it's chlamydia. <laughs> Can you say chlamydia? Have, you got the, have you got the manual? Have you got the absolute manual of things we can't? Uh, what? <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, oh. I don't know if you can say. I'm not, yeah. Okay. Should we talk about the weather instead? Let's talk, let's talk about. Uh, what, you just had a contact, have you? Yeah, from. Um, I'm not a spy. John okay. McCarray. <laughs> contact. Andrew Gardner has got in touch. Sitting in a huge storm in Whitby makes me remember. Whatever happened to. Turning the TV off during lightning storms. Hold on. Not only, but my dad used to do a thing of opening the cutlery drawer and putting a tea towel over the <laughs> knives and forks and spoons oh. in case they were struck by lightning. Well, Frank, Andrew continues, my wife claims that advice at the time was to sellotape knife and fork drawers up and cover mirrors. Cover mirrors. Cover mirrors? <laughs> yes, the lightning could bounce <laughs> off a mirror. Cover mirrors with what? Towels? Oh, dust what? sheets. Dust sheets. Yeah. Dust sheets. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where do we put those um, dust you sheets? need a fair bit of warning for this lightning. No, I mean, we used to race. My dad would be on the tea towel in seconds wow. and over to the cutlery drawer. Wow. Oh. I mean, when you... if I love the naivety of those days. Yeah. I tell you what I feel for is the heavily pierced in a lightning oh, yeah. storm. I mean, they must be waiting for it. Yeah. yeah. Very hazardous. Yeah. Nice people, though, generally speaking. Yeah. Well, they're heavily pierced. Often, I haven't often thought that. I don't know what it is. I don't know if piercing gives you a sense of uh, the the shared pain of humanity and you become more (laughs) compassionate. Oh, in that case, I might just put it on my to do list. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think I might need some piercings. (laughs) We've we've had another missive, if you would care to hear it. Oh, sure. Gary (laughs) McCall. Hello, Frank, Alan and the Divine Miss M. Tonight I had a massive big moment and it's pun-based You've you read ahead, haven't you? Yes. And I'm just going to read this out. Yeah. Okay, just Alan, it's your stomach rumbling. It was, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. And it's pun-based too. Hold on a minute. Stomach rumbling, Al? Yeah. Congratulations and We should say, shouldn't we, that M used yeah. to work in the fashion industry. And what yeah. used to happen, M? If someone's uh, stomach rumbled, they might have got a round of applause. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which uh, suggested an attitude to yeah. slimness, which, of course, yeah. we don't approve of no. on no. Absolute Radio. No. No. Um, anyway, meanwhile, over at Gary McCall's gaff... Oh, yeah? He continues. It's a pun-based Big Mo. OK. Roy's 
Rolls in Coronation Street is a play on Rolls Royce. Oh, yeah. I've been a fool. Apologies to the surrounding area. Hashtag buffoon. Oh, yeah. I'd never thought of that either. Rolls Rolls. And you should know because Al was in Coronation Street. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know I've never seen that episode? I have. Was it one episode or more? You've never seen it? (laughs) Well, I'm the only one who's seen it. I absolutely loved it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, any lightning in it? <laughs> there's never been a lightning storm in Coronation Street. Oh, there's been everything in Coronation Street. I don't think there's ever been. Surely. I never remember a lightning storm. And I, well, I stopped watching it in 1980. But even so, <laughs> you used to love time. it. Oh, God, I used to love it. Roy, Back Roy, in the day. Roy, um, later than that, because I, what, you know, I you bumped into Roy, Roy Cropper in our When I first met you, recently. Frank, you were a fan. Did I, did I tell you I bumped into Roy Cropper in my street? You didn't. Yeah. Real name? Any idea? Um, Put you on the spot now. Sorry about that. Yeah, you have put me on the spot. Of course (laughs) I know his real name. His real name is... Absolute. 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 Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, So let me tell you something. Um, A a few weeks ago, I got a call from my manager to say that um, Room 101 had been uh, dropped... By the BBC, oh, right? Classic. It happens. So I was interviewed by the Times um, about a few days later, and the and the edit, and the bloke said, "So you're doing pretty well. You got this. You got that. Room 101 goes on and on, doesn't it?" I said, "Room 101 is dead." <laughs> so why do you have to say it like that? I just I don't know. I just why, why did I have to say it at all? Was what the publicist asked me afterwards. <laughs> it's uh, just so Jacob Marley. It is a bit. I know, but and the publicist. Uh, uh, Lucy, who's very professional, was sitting... And currently uh, on medication, as you would Sitting in on the interview. <laughs> did look um, anxious. Um, but anyway, so it was said. And then um, I, I did... I recorded um, Loose Ends. Oh, yeah. Do you know that? The popular Radio 4 show with Clive Anderson. I do. Clashes with this, doesn't it? Yeah, a bit later today. Uh, no, it's on at oh, um, quarter the... past six, I think. Oh, right. I call it Ends, it. Not Women. Ends, not women. Oh, I see, because Loose Women is a different program. Oh, I see. Go on, Frank. Got it. So um, I was on on there um, talking about a a play that I've got on in Edinburgh. Oh, yeah. And they said, so um, so Room 101 has been uh, dropped. And I said, yeah, that's right, it's gone there. You know, I got the phone call and blah. And I thought, what am, I'm on a show here. This is a whole new genre. <laughs> People go on and plug their new projects. I go on and mourn the passing. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be what people do now? Oh, so um, you've, you've had a couple of shows cut just lately. Yeah, I thought I'd come on and publicise that. <laughs> so I've actually been uh, doing press for Room 101 being pulled. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine bumping into celebrities now in the wings before yeah. chat shows saying, you uh, plugging or mourning? Yeah. <laughs> so, can yeah, I, it's, it's can a Can I weird. just say, talking of your plugging tour... Yeah. Uh, can we discuss your appearance on The One Show? I, tell you, I haven't had a plug-in tour for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, yes, I was on The One Show. So, oh, well, I've been doing the rounds. Were you doing that about Room 101? wasn't just on it. No, we didn't, they... Oh, you never they, did that. We didn't got round to... Uh, very future-focused. He... Yeah, my anti-publicist was furious <laughs> I hadn't mentioned the Room 101 thing. <laughs> now, I watched The One Show. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, thanks, I'll not have a look, keep an eye on that. See what he's saying. 
I mean, I thought I was watching Saturday Night Live. It was hilarious. What? Who knew the one show was the funniest thing of the week? Oh, really? Yeah. He, Frank went on this to This is talk... the longest I've gone without interrupting since, <laughs> this show, since this show started. I was wondering. Frank, it was a good one, wasn't it? Come on. Well, I, I always like doing the one show. It's, it's a fabulous... When they phone up and say, we're, we're going to do a film about depression in the catering industry and then another film about <laughs> paddling pools, yeah. you think you're on the one show. Yeah. Yeah. He mentioned... Um, at one point, he mentioned Adrian. He said, is it OK to... Still okay to mention it. Well, it is. It does feel a bit wrong mentioning Adrian Charles right. on the one show because he is he is the ghost of Christmas past. Right. Um, I see. And still, still the best as far as I'm. Oh, I love Matt. Original yeah. and best. Yeah. yeah. But I did add, lest we forget, which is probably a bit melodramatic. <laughs> yeah, you did Somewhat. say that. But there was one yeah. point as well where Matt was obviously because Frank told you know he he, he got a lot of laughs. I'm not going to lie. But you could see Rory Bremner plugged his bit and Jan Ravens plugged her bit. And I could see, I know that little face. I thought he's thinking, I need to talk about my one. <laughs> and I like Matt because he read Frank thinking, very what well. What about me? Well, he, he, he knew, he sensed all about me and he said, Frank, we'll get on to yours in a minute, OK? He reassured him. Oh, that's nice. No, but, you know, there was a moment and this was so close. You know, when they were talking about doing impressions of politicians, obviously yeah. they're both brilliant at it. Mm. So she did Theresa May and he did... Um, he did Boris Johnson. Yeah, did Boris Johnson. Yeah. And he, Michael Howard. And, and they were right. doing all that, you know, that... And I was thinking, oh, I can't join in. And then I thought, oh, of course, I've got my Enoch Pell. <laughs> like the Roman I seem to see. The River Tiber foaming with much blood. And I thought I was that close to doing it. And after I thought, no, maybe. I just don't know how that would have gone. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What about when Frank was on the one show this week? Oh, yeah, I missed it. And uh, Sandy Toxvig, who was brilliant, I have to say, I loved her. Mm-hmm. But she said at one point, she said, Can, can I be honest, I, I, darling? I've never. Heard <laughs> oh, good, good, I That's like good. it. Yeah, okay, going with Rory Brenner. I'm going to be honest, darling, I've, uh, I've never heard it. <laughs> I've never heard three, uh, three lines. I, I've never heard the song. She claimed she'd never heard three and lines. And they played it to her and her reaction. Happen. Come on, I love Sandy. I mean, I love that woman, but I, she must it. have heard it. You're I'm not having it, it Sand. Sorry, Sand. Not well. having it. All well, right? I, um, OK? I don't know. I, I believe everything she says, personally. Yeah. Uh, the, there's always I mean that programme I've never seen Star Wars is based on that thing isn't it that people do yeah. shock you with. I've I, never seen that look, the other day <laughs> you never know I've never seen, never well, seen yeah, Star Wars I'll tell you what the TV version of it you'd have had to be, had to be quite quick to catch that but the radio version is, ex, is excellent okay. I say that obviously because I did it but I mean yeah. we were talking uh-huh. about four weddings and a funeral today. I've never seen that oh really so you know we've all we've all missed out on some big things. Yeah, I don't know who but, Jacob but, but, Marley is that was referenced just five. Do I know who Jacob Marley? No, it's gone. Nobody. Or if I do know, it's gone. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll tell uh, me you're I'll, 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 give, I'll give you a clue. Door knocker. Is that the Marley? Or is it a, perhaps some corrupted pork pie that I have dined upon? <laughs> Am I helping? That's a terrible clue. Not really. I'll I'll give you another clue. No woman, no crap. Oh, no, I've got got the wrong Marley now. Did that that not help? No, not really. 
Okay, maybe they Jacob, you're dead. Why should they attend me now? <laughs> oh. All right, okay. yeah, now um, I think I'm cool. Are you getting there? I think so. Well, what, what, what are you guessing? What are you guessing? <laughs> is it a Christmas carol? It is! Yeah. Oh, Listen, what a, what a ga- if, if, if there was a verbal charades, <laughs> would I have won some sort of prize? No, okay. I, I think I would have um, suggested some there. sort of medication. <laughs> Turns out I hate being tested. I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. I'm no, sorry. it wasn't well, then well, think of it was a, my bad. It was a ha- I was trying to help you. Um, we had a text in last night, you know, I like to... To look at the Friday night and see what happens. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's whatever happened to. Um, hi all, long term reader. It's a bit late. Just spotted a book on a friend's bookshelf. One topic was spontaneous human combustion. Oh yes, this seemed to be all the rage in the seventies and early eighties, and seems uh, to have dropped out in fi- popularity. Fire from Heaven was the book we all read at school. Oh really? It's about people just being being at a party and suddenly bursting into flames. <laughs> well, Robin Watford is uh, mooting the possibility that it dropped out of popularity due to the increase in central heating. I don't see how that could be linked. No, that, I, that I suppose then? because. Is he thinking it was it was caused by people getting too close to the fire in acrylic fibres or something like that? Oh, maybe. The whole idea oh, was yeah. that sometimes there's stuff inside your body, I don't remember the chemistry, but it gets so much that people um, just... Literally, they'd just burst. Like we could, one of us now could just burst into flames. And there's lots of pictures of shoes with feet still in them. You know, oh, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing that's all that's left, the embers yeah. of, a, of a once... Um, Vivacious human being. Yeah. Um, yes. Presumably. Sorry, just, that was what a quote from one of my reviews, my recent <laughs> reviews. Um, yeah, we were obsessed with it. We, it's really? great. It keeps you very focused on your schoolwork. Yeah. Because yeah. any moment, yeah. So um, there was that, and there was um, Chariots of the Gods by Eric von Daniken, which was the idea that the aliens um, built Stonehenge. That oh. was a biggie as well. And, of course, Skinhead. And Skinhead. Skinhead escapes. Skinhead Boot Boys. Swadehead. Yeah. All what was the popular. difference between Swadehead and Swadehead? Did you just move on from Skinhead to Swadehead? Do you remember that? You remember the, the Swadeheads, they grew their hair a little bit and they wore, um, they started wearing crombies, often with the, um, the, the handkerchief in the oh, top yes. pocket. But not a real handkerchief. It was a bit of silk. It was three silk sort of pyramids stitched onto the top of a piece of cardboard that you'd wear in ah. your pocket with oh, a stud through it. I love that. I yesterday, when I was young, so many, many songs. What would they be song? Charles Aznavour there, ladies and gentlemen. Never thought I'd say that on um, absolute radio. Is still alive at 85, Charles Aznavour? I think he's older than 85. He's probably oh. still alive at 95. Oh, we'll, come we'll, on. We'll check his age uh, during this. Did I tell you I went... Oh, sorry, um Charles Aznavour? Yes, how old? Still alive at 94. Ooh. 94. Come on, respect to Munda. Yeah. I saw um, Surya <laughs> McKenna. <laughs> for Charles Aznavour. Are we the only breakfast zoo <laughs> that clap because someone's 94? But I saw Ian McKellen this week in King Lear. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the West End. Uh, he's oh, 79 lo- now. He I is. love his Lear. He is fantastic. This is his second Leah. Yeah. I saw his first Leah. He's given his Leah before. His first Leah. Well, I don't, I don't know how to ask this because it's an indelicate question. Yeah. Is the... I mean, he was um, he was quite exposed for the first Leah. Do you, see, oh, do you understand? I, I oh, was he? Yeah. He stripped off. No deterrent. Did he really? Yeah. I watched it with well, Jonathan Ross. At, at 70, 70... No, I think at yeah. 79. You've got to draw a line on it somewhere. 
Yeah, I'm certainly drawn out on mine. He's covered in tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> no, did he really? Well, of course, it's all in context, etc., etc. But no, he was, he was, it was slightly modern military uniform thing. Oh, oh okay. But if anyone fancies a bit of Shakespeare, I would very much recommend the uh, King Lee. I mean, just when he comes out, you know, it's just I'm out that. <laughs> it's a bit like, it's a bit like, dear. But um, just when he first appears, you know, and all comes on blustering with all with his royal oh, right. thing, that's great. Great. I've been on stage with him, you know. Ian McKellen. You've worked yeah. with them all, I No, thought. no, this was before I was um, in, in, in the business there. No. I, I went to see him at Birmingham Rep, and he used, to, he used to do a play about Shakespeare. He used to do like a one-man show about Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. And there's a bit where he used to get volunteers on stage, and he'd talk about a battle scene, and, and be about like, 200 people standing behind him, um, obviously uh, with the general um, lie that that's about... 80 mm-hmm. and uh, and then it it's it, it come over to us and whisper like when i raise my right hand all fall over and then he'd say and then that'll see and of course a terrible devastation i'm gonna do him terrible devastation and he raised his hand and we all dropped to the floor and the audience gasped and applauded so i met him and uh i said I, I've, I've i've worked with you before because oh. um, blah 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 he said, a great many people say that. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose that's it if you get 80 people up. You're, yeah. not, you're not really special. But anyway. I, I like, like the that. sentence, though. A great many yeah. people say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the one I could use myself. <laughs> yes. To example, where's Dave? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, did I tell you a few weeks ago I was going to go on a camping holiday? Oh yeah, thank you. Might what happened have. with that? Well, Kath had a migraine and was um, was. Uh, I mean, you know, you know those migraines where people just go in a dark room, oh, and yeah, stuff like that. What's that photography? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> don't think they do that anymore so much. Do they, the they don't have dark rooms anymore? It's all online. What? No these more days. dark rooms. It's all online. The dark room. <laughs> um, the that dark, was always the a... dark room. That was always a good place for... Well, be a good Luke Skywalker saying, Father, <laughs> Father, where can I develop these prints? <laughs> Go to the dark room. <laughs> Sorry, Em. Terrible TV advert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, if Star Wars had really... At, at the first three had really bombed after that, then that's the kind of the work they would have been doing. <laughs> to impronta print adverts. Possibly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> the creator on this is uh, Frank Skinner. Luke, how do you keep your hair so so blonde? <laughs> With many people, their roots are a bit on the dark side. <laughs> are you sunning, father? And then off you go. This is an opportunity. It would have been good to see how it declined, wouldn't it? The death of a, the death of a glorious franchise. <laughs> the death of a franchise. The death of a franchise. Part, part one, you enjoyed the Room 101. <laughs> this time, Star Wars. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, uh, yes, yeah, so, so anyway, we couldn't go camping. And if you have a six-year-old child and you say you're going camping and then you don't go camping, you've got problems. Yeah, you're a baddie. So I said... How many? 99? Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, pi- and the pitch ain't one. Oh, we got it, we got it together. I love it. I love it. We got it together. And um, and kept it daytime. Very yeah, good. yeah, yeah exactly. It. And uh, keep it daytime. That's, that's my motto. Keep it morning, even. Yeah. Um, okay, I, I tripped early on, but I've, I've, I've bounced back from that. So we, um, 
my theory is that if you're camping and you're a kid, it doesn't matter where you're camping. So we camped in our garden. <laughs> Not Kath, obviously, she wouldn't go out there. She said you never know. In London, you don't know who's wandering about the garden at night. Oh. What? <laughs> Foxy What's bingo. People in the garden That's at night. Quite nice to forgot about the foxes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I'm not bothered. But we, we, we went, so we went, uh, we gone into the, the tent, me and Boss, and there was, um, there was an owl. You know, you know that sort of whoop? Oh, yeah. Is that, is that an owl? Yeah. It's an owl played backwards like, like the dwarf <laughs> in the Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was doing that, and of course it is a bit scary. I was slightly scared by it. It's a scary oh, sound. Terrifying creatures. And I said to Buzz, don't worry, he's hunting for little mice and stuff like that. And my dog. Yeah. The owls? Yeah, they, they try and they hunt the, the little dogs. And he said, well, what, why isn't he quiet then? Oh, that's and a good I thought, point. yeah, actually, why is what? <laughs> if I was hunting for people at night, I wouldn't go, well, come on, well, it'd be rubbish. I just, yeah. What is it with owls? No wonder they're all, they all looked half starved. Um, so, very, yeah, very thick necked, though. Then we, we fight, they are thick necked, yeah. Oh. Uh, and then, um, and I couldn't imagine one with a yoke with two uh, no. two buckets of milk on it. I don't know where you'd put it, where you'd lean it. The problem with owls is I'm not saying problem with owls. Eight, twelve, fifteen. <laughs> well, I'm not saying they're overweight, but they lack. They just lack shape. They are. They they have got the SpongeBob. Uh, they're the SpongeBob <laughs> of the of the avian uh, world. Oh, they they sort do of is... look a bit like those kind of gangstery men that put a crombie coat <laughs> over their arms. You know, sort of without oh, the arms yeah. in the sleeves. Yeah, so they've yeah, got but... a bit of that look, haven't they? <laughs> they can do that. They can do that 360 degree turn. I'm not sure even oh. Daleks can do well, that. Well, out. They look a bit like their shoulder robing in the fashion sense. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Sh- yeah, no, that's robing. what I was on about. Exactly. He just, he just didn't it. have the terminology. <laughs> I mean, I've not got that terminology. Shoulder robing. I love. That. And then, what about this? I was woken up at about two o'clock in the morning uh, by revellers. Oh. But they were singing uh, Football's Coming Home. Oh, so not so bad. I've never been so pleasantly woken by revellers <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the night. It really, made, really warmed the cockles of my heart. Yeah. And I was thinking um, about things that have woken me up over the year. I used okay. to... Okay, uh, shall we go to... No, no, I've been cleaning. <laughs> I was thinking in a morning way. Not morning. Uh. <laughs> yeah. You know, as you say, daytime. I was thinking daytime thoughts uh-huh. okay. about it. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I used to um, stay with a, a, a woman in Birmingham. Um, we'll leave it there. <laughs> Legends. And, uh, <laughs> and there was a dog that used to bark um, n- n- next, to, next to her flat. And I don't know where it was, but it was nearby. And I could hear it bark in the morning. And it, and it always barked exactly the same. And it barked as if it was going to bark the American National Anthem. <laughs> so it would bark, row, 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 row. <laughs> and I always, I had to complete it. Row, 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 and I'd have to go, da, da, <laughs> And it, was, it wasn't in my key. Oh, I'll be tri- honest with you, it was, it was difficult. But yeah, that was a... <laughs> Star-spangled banner, dog. It was such a weird thing. So what about uh, odd things, <laughs> odd uh, daytime clean things that you've been woken up by at 8, 12, 15? What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I get woken up by parrots now some morning. Oh, 
I mean, I, who thought when I was reading uh, <laughs> reading Treasure Island, <laughs> I could hear parrots out in my garden. I thought this is there's like sense around. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. If I could get Kath to walk up the stairs with it like a stick, <laughs> hanging on the stairs. I mean, I'd be living. I'd be absolutely living it. <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on 8.12.15. Tweet us on uh, at Frank on the radio. Email us via the Absolute Radio website. And we've had a few. We have. Oh, I've had a few. Yeah. We've had a few, I'll be straight with you. Okay, on. We've had Kevin from Luton. You were talking about what strange things had woken people up. Yeah. Kevin from Luton says, uh, I recently got woken up by two guys dismantling a cash register <laughs> below my flat. Wow. I put my head out of the window and said, hi, guys. They said hello. I went back to bed. Bit scared. Okay, is, he, is he a policeman? <laughs> um, I, I didn't know you could dismantle. I'm very naive on crime. Mm. You can actually dis, dismantle and remove and literally leave a hole in the wall. Do you know, it was only when you said that that, that occurred to me it might be potentially criminal activity. Oh, yeah. really? You're joking. <laughs> no. Well, you thought that they were just... <laughs> I literally just thought, oh, that's funny. Why were they doing that? No, did, it would you, have been did you imagine too many brown coats? <laughs> I thought they might have the lab coats. Yeah. Sorry, I Alan. don't know if he means a cash register or a, a cash machine, but he's, I suppose he means a cash machine, yeah. Does he say cash register? Yeah, he doesn't be mean good like if a, they were dismantling one of them. It was actually like the, the design crew <laughs> for Open All Hours. Yeah. Just, getting, <laughs> just getting the props ready. Well, yeah, maybe that's where my mind went, you see. Because bear in mind, we, our Christmas decorations were from the set of Vicar of Dibley one were year. They really? Yeah. That's yeah. funny. How lovely. Yeah. There you go. So that's how my mind goes. Um, yeah, I um, I don't think I'd have had my nerve to put my head out the window if there was two men dismantling a a, a, ta- a cash dispensing machine, lest they be, you know, they might throw a kung, f- kung fu star catch me in the Adam's apple. <laughs> oh, you don't want that. Not when no. you talk. Hate that. A, yeah. 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 Uh, it's the sort of thing I might is... leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> to put a, just to put you could put an apple on it while you're talking half halfway through an apple. No. Anyway, <laughs> uh, 137 still, has joined happened, the... Whatever happened to Kung Fu stars? Oh, I don't think... I, well, I, I know this, that when the fidget spinner craze started, I didn't know that it was fidget spinners. And it just so happened that the first youths I saw holding those things were in Glasgow at a train station. And I thought, oh, these loads of guys walking towards me with throwing stars. I thought they ah. had... When you, you say throwing stars, I call them shurikens. That's probably the Very technical good. name. But Very not, good. But then I only know that because um, I, know, I know people that... Uh, You're friends with a ninja? Yeah, no, I'm friends with Jonathan Ross, though. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shuriken sounds like the sort of thing that David uh, Cameron might call his wife in the bedroom. <laughs> I love you, shurikens. <laughs> uh, but we called them Kung Fu stars. And um, I used to work in a, a factory in those days and a bloke um, used to make them on the uh, lathe and sell them off mm. cheap. Maybe not on the lathe, but one of the machines. Mm. And raise it, really sharpen them up. So you go over the park, chuck them at trees and, yeah. you know, wildlife. Different times, weren't they? <laughs> They're very different, different times. times. But, uh, Kung Fu then was absolutely... Um, oh. There was a cinema... Uh, Are those cats fast as lightning? Is that what you were about to say? (laughs) There was a cinema near us that just showed kung fu films and nothing else at all. Yeah. It was 
Tremendous. Very zeitgeist. I went there a lot. Sounds, sounds a little bit frightening if you ask um, me. 137 has got involved in the uh, being woken up by strange things party. I used to get woken up by a bird at 6am every morning that sounded Aye. exactly... Bit 90s. <laughs> steady on. Uh, sounded exactly like my alarm clock. One morning the bird started and changed key midway through. I looked out the window and just saw the black tail of my cat and I knew what was happening. Oh no. He got breakfast and I had peaceful mornings again. Just to confirm, I didn't order the hit. It was just no. a coincidence. No, yes. Yeah, no. They thought. claim... They claim. <laughs> now that is <laughs> laughing about someone ordering it. It's very that, nasty. That, way. But it's only it's only a dog got it in the end. Um, oh, uh, don't say oh, no, that. Compared to a human being. Oh, it depends on the human being. Let's be honest. Sorry. Oh no. Oh no, Mrs. I don't think Frankie would ever responded to a question about the value of human life over animal life in that way. Um, yes. Uh, I think that bird may well have heard his alarm on a regular basis and done impressions of it. They do, that, they do, don't they? yeah, mm. they do. Yeah. Did I tell you that time when I was uh, I was doing a, a TV show called The Bobble? Another one. Oh, uh, yeah. It wasn't my show, but that lasted one series, I think. So you know. Yeah. I've got a touch of death about. That. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was. Um, what was the bubble again? You, you got it's locked like away. Three, away. three yeah. celebrities were uh, shot in a lovely house for three weeks. They couldn't. You can't have a phone, telly, radio. Oh, yeah. And then they read news stories. You have to guess whether they're whether it's fake news, which I don't think existed then as a no. phrase. But anyway, um, the researcher said, "Right, we need to be up early tomorrow because it's the day we were going back to the studio." He said, "So." Uh, can you be up at, um, say, half seven? I said, well, obviously, I don't have my phone. So I, I, I'm, he said, I'm, I'm going to town. I'll get you an alarm clock. So um, oh. anyway, he came back really late. I'd gone to bed. So I, I, I went to sleep. Next morning, knock on the door, <laughs> half past seven. So I went to it. He gave me the alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the Southeast on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Did I get um, Sherry Blair mixed up with Samantha Cameron? Harry and Peterborough has asked. I'm just not sure what it was. I talked about to. David Cameron. I think I have a theory about wife, this. Um, I, think, I think you were talking Shuriken. about. Yeah. How Shuriken. did he think of it? Because I just thought Shuriken sounds like just sounds like a pet now, not as bad. So, I don't want to oh, start any. Ru- Blair. I don't want to start a rumor that David Cameron's having an affair with uh, Sherry Blair. That no. No, I got because it was, have had it was the Kins. Of, uh, affair rumors, haven't they? Have they? Yeah. Anyway, so um, <laughs> get, me the, get me the get me the guidebook. There was a biggie, wasn't the guidebook. There was one biggie that I think we okay. talked about. Oh, oh yes, um, yeah. D- Wendy Ding was it? Yeah, Wendy you got Ding it. Ding Wendy Robin Deng. comes. Wendy right. Ding. Was it Deng? I thought it was yeah. Ding. Deng. Sorry, so when I met her, she was uh, standing next to a microwave, <laughs> <laughs> and just put the wrong name in my head altogether. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of prime ministers, mm. oh yeah, have we got one? 
Oh, I think so. Oh, that's a bit harsh. Come on, sisters. Are doing it for themselves. What you say, baby? I said, oh, sisters, sisters, doing it beautiful. This is like the fade down on sisters. Doing it. Sisters. Let me see you say, sisters, what are they doing for themselves? Still, never made the actual record. They recorded all that and they just came out much earlier. <laughs> Well, if you were missing three lions, then there you go. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's Theresa May's been on. Is it a sort of a UK tour? Someone referred to it. I'm guessing. No sleep till Brexit. I'm picturing that in a white overall and white hat in a biscuit factory. That's the only <laughs> that thing sort of that politicians ever seem to do. I think it is that sort of thing. It's a kind of explaining the deal to the public and whatever the deal will be, and <clears> being tra- and transparency. I assume. Yeah. But she did part of it was a Q&A that she did in Newcastle. She, she must think the population of Britain is puzzled looking men in factories. That yeah. seems to be. <laughs> used used to be. Used to be when stuff I was to young do. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Got to get uh, back to the the dine shop. <laughs> yeah. She the did dye a... shop we had. Carry on. Oh, no, I was just going to say, she did a Q&A, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was brave, wasn't it, in the, yeah. in the current yeah. climate? Yeah. yeah. Well, they must... I mean, I presume someone screened these questions because the most hard-copy interrogation she got was, you probably have the most uh, stressful job in the world right now. What do you do? Not, uh, not true, of course. Well, yeah, no. well, except for the White House press secretary. <laughs> what, uh, what? I used to be a professional Jenga player. Before you live on your nerves. <laughs> oh, no, but it's not the most stressful. Well, they did insert the word probably. Well, no, but you know when uh, I when I what worked... is the most stressful job in the world? Eight eight fifty. Well, look, what I, is it? Eight twelve. I mean, I did think when I heard the question, you probably have the world's most stressful job right now. I thought, have none of these people seen ice road truckers? <laughs> yeah, but also when I had an ordinary sort of factory job. Mm. I hated it. I had to keep it because if I didn't keep it, I'd have to go on supplementary benefits as it was there. <laughs> I wouldn't think, oh, if I'm losing this job, I'll have to get a seven-figure <laughs> salary job at consultancy in the finance business. You know yeah. what I mean? She's not going to fall, fall, is she? No. So oh, a million pound advance for my autobiography. Also, I have to say... That wasn't my... I haven't had that. No, not yet. Not yet, dear. I um, I can't imagine feeling more relaxed and calm in life than if I had three or four fully armed bodyguards. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't life be great? You could go to any area of London you liked at any time of the night. Yeah, I might go and get a kebab from that place I wouldn't go in a million years normally because I'd be too frightened. Let's get the Rolex on. Let's have a walk down uh, Moped Avenue. <laughs> I would I would love it. I would... Mm. Well, I mean, you've got to be relaxed. They're always there. I've been at the cricket with John Major. John Major was Prime Minister how long ago? Oh, yeah. He's still does. got the two guys with the curly things coming out their ears. And I, I don't mean hair. I mean those, right. those phone. Yeah. We're with him forever. Brilliant. Yeah, that's great, isn't it? Who needs privacy? I'd rather have safety any time. <laughs> Just write that down. Yeah. I've got a pub I'm decorating. I it want some quotes for the wall. <laughs> it looks great as well, Al. Like, I just think, imagine going into the shops with, you know, yeah. so guys, the entourage. Yeah, they could. You know, when you want to buy a watermelon, you think, oh, it's too heavy to carry. <laughs> you could just give it to one of those guys. Do you think they 
Do you think they take that? Or do I you think, think they'd they take go... a watermelon. They wouldn't take anything. They wouldn't be abused. No, they wouldn't, couldn't well, have and a McCartney milk, but they'd take a watermelon. What about when I'm going around Zara? If they take a sale, bullet, they'd take a watermelon. Sorry. <laughs> when you're going around Zara? In the sale, would they take, you know, a blouse? Of the sales. What is this? I know, but I've got to pretend to keep it real. Yes. So um, let's pretend, OK? <laughs> so, no, but if I was sort of tossing items their way, could you just do that? So would they take them, do you I think? I think they'd eventually say, look, Mom, I need to be hands-free. Yeah, exactly. Case, oh, yeah. In case I need to throw the shurikens or... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Do the that's what crowd that's what Tony, Tony Blair's uh, bodyguard used to say. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "I've been trying to throw her for years, and it's oh, God, it's, it's like a limpet." <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So yes, we were talking about. By the way, I'm uh, sixty-one and a half today. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, I'm actually, that's it today. See, it's actually People exactly People never that. get a happy half a birthday, do they? I, the, what, Can you imagine what, Frank what? passing up that opportunity? No, not really. But at what age do people stop doing the half? I think about 13 and a half, okay, isn't it? Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, not that's... You. No. Who was the guy, Adrian Mole? How old was he? Uh, 13 Diary, three quarters? Yes, very good. Okay, and that was, I suppose, comic because a kid that age wouldn't normally keep it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I'm sticking with it, I've decided. Yeah. They were comic I can't, novels, af- I can't afford fun. to play the long game at my age. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, so Theresa May um, got asked, as she's oh, yeah. got such a stressful job. Mm-hmm. Um, how does she unwind? How, how do you cope and how do you unwind? Did anybody see the video? Because I'm yeah. certain there was just a flickering moment where she considered saying, well, I'm not coping. <laughs> and then just starting crying. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there was... That would be terrible. Yeah. Oh, it would have been good telly, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but I don't seem to really wind anymore. <laughs> you what don't do you need mean? To unwind. In order to unwind. Oh, I see, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's odd, I'm getting... She doesn't strike me as the... T- I can't imagine her relaxing, though. She has the look of someone who's might have sort of tailored loungewear, you know, mm-hmm. like tailored tracksuit. Oh, I'd like that. Oh, do you think? Well, you know those Just people that I can't imagine kicking their shoes off. I mean, they come round to yours, Frank, and he's got he's got the socks up on the on the leather sofa. Uh-huh. Yeah, I see you as very much someone who kicks the shoes off. It's odd though, because I. Um... I like that. You know those pictures of 1950s American families where the dad's wearing a jacket and a tie at the table yeah. and stuff? I do. I once went to Thanksgiving at um, a friend of mine, Trace, who at the time was dating um, Loudon Wainwright III, the. Uh, wow. You know, yeah, the, the, the singer. And um, he did that. He cut the turkey, but he wore like a, t- a tweed jacket. Nice. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but it's a bit. I mean. Come on, you've got to get your lounge. Got to crack out the loungewear. Yeah, I don't really have um, loungewear. I bought you that nice um, NASA sweatshirt. I don't really like that as loungewear. I go out in that quite often. <laughs> That's it. I didn't realise it was. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> awkward. <laughs> it was really for It's a good way. Like... It would be a bit more awkward if she'd brought me to go out. And just... <laughs> <laughs> that old thing I used to do the painting in. You know when people say I oh, would be all right to sleep in? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that. Uh, so we should shroud is all right. Wear shorts around the house. You pad around in shorts. I I have in the recent in recent weathers. I have, but I don't know. I don't really have. um, I like shorts in winter, even in the home. I'm fine with it. If I'm going to have a day in, Mm -hmm. uh, and I know I'm just not going out at all. What would you wear for your day in? Well, one thing I always wear is uh, the white pants that uh, David Gandhi 
sent me because I wouldn't want to be out in white pants if you get run over. All right. I mean, <laughs> I, could, I could try and pass them off as tie dye, but I don't know who'd. Uh, I don't know who'd buy it. I'm sorry, everyone. Has it gone a bit uh, gross? Have we, have we lost the daytime uh, <laughs> tone? That's just that's just uh, reassemble. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So Theresa May, mm, she answered. <laughs> so she answered the question, "What do you do to unwind?" Mm. And she said, "Well, there are several things I like doing." Yes. And then she proceeded to answer in the way that I would answer that question if I was doing a French oral exam. <laughs> okay. Like, because I would re- I would stick to things that I knew how to talk about in French. Okay. So she said. Um, I like walking. Yeah. I like cooking. I would have said j'aime faire la cuisine. Oh, mm-hmm. lovely. J'aime, is it marché? J'aime marché? Anyway, but she did, it was a weird thing, and then she went on to say, I have over 150 cookbooks. The thing about this, though, it sounds like, I, when I first, um, le- I say left school, um, I left school the way I left Room 101. <laughs> um, I was expelled from school. And, um, you weren't expelled from 101 if anyone's just tuned in. Well, but the you, show... You had a good run. The show was expelled. Yeah. It wasn't expelled. Uh, so, um, I... Yeah, Come um, on. You used to get those CV things that you're supposed to do, and it had interests, and sometimes oh, yeah. you get them with job applications, interests. <laughs> and I don't know, but in the in the West Midlands in the 70s, people didn't have interests. Football. Yeah. So they used to Dossin, say, Dossin. they'd say walking, <laughs> cinema, you know what I mean? And I remember some sort of animals. Or something. animals. <laughs> they had a, you know, a dog. <laughs> people had no interest. What are you talking about? So, yeah, so they had to come up with really vague television, watching television people would put. Watching they television. Put sometimes, Frank, on, we had that with pen pals, which became a thing. Oh, yeah. And uh, with pen pals, you would say, you'd list your hobbies. And one of them you'd always put was reading, writing letters. Yeah. Writing letters. It's is so, it, um, can I do a, a question from a 43-year-old man? Sure. Is it, is it acceptable nowadays to put reading on a CV? Because I, I remember reading being well, an interest now it's that a, people it's a put. specialist art. <laughs> <laughs> you want to put it on now. It's like Surely fire it's, eating to the new generation. Surely it's all like triathloning <laughs> and skydiving and I don't all think that it nonsense is, mate. now. I, I bet you if you find took you back to my old rose and asked a bit. I bet they'd still be saying animals. No, I mean, people no. now that are 18, when they, st- when they start doing a CV, are they putting hobbies? No. Hobbies doing, include reading. No, they're doing wellness and... Wellness? <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it's more that's yeah, yeah. chakras. Yeah, spice. Spice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they just put it in a sort of a, in a vague um, legal highs um, <laughs> cluster. I don't know. Um, sorry, I'm starting to sound like I'm 61 and a half. I, I was, I was quite, I was, almost, I was sort of, you know, centre left until this morning. Woke yeah. up 61 and a half, <laughs> talking about young people and drugs. I mean, for goodness' sake, although we are anti-drugs on Absolute Radio, that's clear. Yeah. Yeah. Am I right? 
Apparently, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where um, real, the handbook. Well, that's three. Oh, I can't speak for the years. Where reality matters, I think. <laughs> isn't that our um, isn't that our slogan on here? Oh, yeah, it? yeah. Come on, back me up. It used to be a listen to us for escapism, but now it's reality matters, isn't yeah, I it? I think reality matters is uh, that'd be good. That'd be a good slogan, wouldn't it? Reality matters. Yeah, because people are always trying to get away from it. You just draw them back in. I'd like that as my stage name. Reality Matters. Yeah. There probably is an American actress called Reality And she's Matters. gone out with Justin Bieber briefly. Yeah, yeah probably. Lucky her. And been treated like <laughs> vermin. <laughs> All right, not so lucky. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but still, that's a great story. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Uh, yeah, we're still uh, so Theresa May. One of the things cookbooks. Ab- about Theresa May, well, cooking the, cook- the books. How dare you? She's yeah. got a hundred and fifty cookbooks, and you know my my uh, <laughs> my my view on the uh, the numerical <laughs> lie, which people <laughs> always yeah, yeah. do. Um, I said to you earlier, I've, you know, I saw. Should we remind people, Frank, what that is? The numerical think? lie is mm. saying, yeah, I absolutely love Annie, you know, the movie. I've seen it like 25 times. Mm. You've seen it seven times. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and we, uh, we all do it. I catch my. When I said I've, I've, I've done the one show probably 20 times, have I done it 20 times? I might have done it 14. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, if you're round, you always round up. We'll, we'll check on IMDb so you just, that it's a factual show. I think it's because you think it makes, you know, the the other, the excess makes you seem more interesting. Maybe, maybe. yes. So well, 150... It may need to seem more interesting. That's And also, absurd. having a more cookbooks wouldn't make me think anyone was interested. <laughs> <laughs> Why did she say cookbooks? That's her thing. She also did That's a thing like that politicians do. You know when they're on... Um, like question time and they think they're going to get a round of applause and they lean back as if here it comes and then it doesn't and they look terrified for a split second she did a version of that waiting for a laugh where she said I like to cook and that has the added benefit of you get to eat it and yeah. she was expecting oh, a little chuckle yeah. she had Nothing. material out yeah she, what about the national obesity crisis layoff in <laughs> Prime Minister you get but to eat it as well as make it the 150 cookbooks yeah she can't have how many do you think she's got well I'm going to work 28. this out. Hang, yeah, on, yeah. hang on. I work out how many books are on a shelf. Oh, well, that depends a bit, on the shelf. It depends. I'm saying like you're not going to get more than 20. So what I would say is no one's got seven shelves worth of uh, cookbooks. Okay? okay. What I would say is if someone had said, when you called the election last time, what did you imagine your majority would be after? She did think 150, but there's no way she'd say, well, we didn't really think in terms of majority. So why not go then to the showing off about your cookbooks type mode? (laughs) This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. What do you think she's got? She'll have all all the Jamies. Oh, yeah. What about my... I think she's going to have... She's more of a Delia fan. Do you know what I interviewed? Otto Lenghi. Oh, I reckon she's got Otto Lenghi. No, I think she always walked like that. <laughs> That's I, such uh, a Frank Skinner <laughs> piece yeah. of gold. Um, it's a golden nugget. I interviewed uh, 
Joe, me, Oliver. And as part of the interview, I cooked a cake from his book. And it's the only time I've ever followed a recipe in my life. Darling, just so you know, people don't normally say cook a cake. Don't they? No, you say bake. Okay, I baked a cake. Cook a cake. So I baked a cake. And uh, I, I, um, (laughs) I followed the instructions exactly. And something very strange happened to the cake. And it's like the the butter that I put in refused to take part in the experiment. <laughs> and it rose to the top of the cake and formed a sort of a crust. I mean, a, a squidgy, sort of yellowy crust it formed on the top. And when I got it out and showed it to Jamie on air, he, on, I honestly thought he might cry. <laughs> and it was like his entire um, career was being challenged. And he said, no, you must have... No, you can't have... What did you do when you started asking me technical questions? Oh, no. And I said, honestly, I followed it to the letter. He said, no, you can't, you can't have it. And it was, it was like a, quite a big thing for him. Frank Skinner in the Rogue Butter. That'll be one of his uh, autobiography <laughs> chapters. I've got, I've got his. I've got two of his cookbooks. We, me and Kath wouldn't look at a cookbook. You know, they're in a cupboard that is never opened. We've got quite a few. We've got about ten. I what we've, we've got, got twenty, maybe. Um, see that uh, we've probably got fifteen, but I'm talking to Dad. Some <laughs> <laughs> people just tell the truth. We got. Um, I got Mrs. Beaton's cookbook. Oh yeah, she okay. signed it for me because <laughs> she's quite a popular figure on the S and M circuit. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We've had uh, a message in about owls, Al. Oh yeah. Owls or to, owls? To it. Uh, lovely. <laughs> lovely bit of owl material there, Frank. Uh, yeah. This is from At Owls of Bath. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi, Frank. Re-owls. Oh, you've got to love an email that begins re-owls. Yeah. They can turn their heads, in case anyone's just tuned in, we were talking about owls earlier, but that won't surprise you. They can turn their heads up to 270 degrees. Oh, not the big three, six, seven. Oh. And have baggy arteries. Oh, you'll like that, Frank. Baggy. Isn't that a madness single? To, <laughs> yeah. To their brains. <laughs> the first draft. Ma- baggy arteries to their brains, so they don't get snagged as they turn their heads. Oh, I see. Oh, Eighty-two super-sized decorated owls are currently nesting on the streets of Bath. Eighty-two. Oh, no, but that'll sure be that. sure it's not 23? You know when um, cities, <laughs> cities have, like, a colourful hippopotamuses all over the town designed oh, by, yeah. I think, you know, people? Yeah. I yeah, mean, looking like at that. these owls here, what they need is a belt. That would sort them out. Just oh, to give right, them a bit yeah. of definition. Yeah, you probably yeah. said that'd all be good. All you need... I mean, I'm, I do still style. You know, I don't work for a fashion magazine anymore, but mm-hmm. I would, I'd like to give the owl a makeover. And maybe, maybe a choker. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, well, you don't. I don't. You don't want to restrict the the big uh, the two seventy. No, <laughs> no. It's um. It'd be great. Um. I I I I'm not very good at parking. Uh. But if I if I had the two seventy degree turn on my head, I think I'd be a lot better. Yeah. Oh, really, yeah. really look. You wouldn't even. I mean, would you need a rear view mirror if you're an owl? No. Also, and I. I don't want to be vulgar, but occasionally in life, one is sat upon the toilet and the toilet roll is directly behind the head on the... Um, yeah, on, on the, that can happen. And, and it, it can be quite can a it? twist in motion. Mm. It's quite useful to be able to go, oh, there it is, it's fine. Yeah. Mm. 
No, no, you're right. And um, if you're on a tandem. No, anyway, let's stop. <laughs> let's stop now with the whole. We've nonsense. also um, we've we've had a fair amount of correspondence regarding cookbooks because we were discussing Theresa May's. I'm going to say it boast or claim mm. that yeah, she owns boat. 150 cookbooks. Um, I wish someone had said, name them! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have added in the House of Commons. Um, you, you compared I it to... I own 150 cookbooks. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> would have had, somebody would have done that. You compared it to, you know, a quite commonplace rounding up, like if you were to say, oh, I've been on the one show 20 times, yeah. when actually it's perhaps 12... Um, 512 was emailed according mm-hmm. to IMDB Frank Skinner has been on the one show seven times <laughs> <laughs> so you rounded up your rounding but up but does that include this week oh okay doesn't mention mm, that I don't, know. I don't know how sharp they are but even so yeah I thought it was more than that 618 has said Frank and the team yeah I but is easily... it 618 or is it about 537 <laughs> 618 has said Frank and team I easily have 150 cookbooks I think this is easily possible for the Prime Minister but why surely they start doubling up well I have a, a theory about I'm, this I'm not buying I'm it I have a theory about this and I think People who have only one interest... Shouldn't throw stones. Shouldn't throw stones. <laughs> oh, I love that um, saying. I think people that have only got one interest receive a lot of that. Like, if I was buying you a gift yeah. and you oh, yeah. were only interested in Doctor Who instead of, say, literature or Catholicism or whatever else, yeah. I would only buy you Doctor Who stuff. Yes. So you'd easily hit 150. I see. And they are very yeah. gift, gifty, aren't they? And I've got a suspicion I mean, Theresa May has no other interests. <laughs> and no. so people just always what buy her a current affairs? Oh, Maybe she's hard to buy for, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose current affairs books, people think she can nick them from work. Yeah. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochran Together, The Frank Skinner Show Absolute Radio 514 has texted in which I think is what Emily was uh, to be heard saying Oh that's funny, as you uh, raised the mics just then um, mm. It's uh, morning chaps Read the 270. I'm assuming that's the degrees that the owl's neck I think, will I think turn. he said 270. Yeah, it Read sounds the like 270. Sort of people. I might have talked it up a bit. It might have been like 180. No, 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 no. It was. no the 270. I hate to knock the ability of our feathery friends, but I've just calibrated <laughs> myself. <laughs> Me too. It's a good start, isn't it? I've just calibrated myself using the plas- plastic protractor I've previously had no use for. Oh. <laughs> I have to say, doing the 270 isn't that difficult or impressive. Did, Silent did, did, flight, did, did, far did, more so. Yeah. My endeavours in this direction have been thus far not good. <laughs> That's Neil from Penge. I like that doing the good 270 message. is a thing now. I want, uh, I'd love to know what Neil's uh, noisy flight is like. No, yeah. That's OK. Well, I, I think I can get, I'm just going to do a for bit a of... Human, this, Neil this, has a very flexible neck. We're going to do the 270. Neck. Can we do it to the tune of Do the Hustle? You might think that this is a quite bad microphone technique, but I'm going to okay. try doing the two. Not so bad on that side, although you're moving your torso. Didn't, you could have told me I had dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you never mentioned the spinal curvature. <laughs> and what a bad they were. Uh, so, yeah. Um, 496, mm. and this might, maybe this will be the, uh, the final piece of owl news. Yeah. But an owl would look good in a belt... 496 agrees. Yeah. But wouldn't the belt have to go over his wings? It would, If yeah. so, how or would he her. get back into the tree? <laughs> how would he get back into the tree? I'm thinking with the what belt... What do you mean? 
How would he get back into the... T- I know he could go under his wings. Yeah, could yeah, yeah I think wings? so. Or I would even have a sort of, yeah, I would have a trompe l'oeil effect even. Google it. Trompe l'oeil? Yeah. Trick of the eye. So I'd paint oh, on nice. the belt. Oh, I see. He just needs oh, something. Nice. Or she... Thank to you. Um, Thank you. distract from a slightly rotund area. Owls I mean, can be ladies too, yeah. Mm. I mean, to their credit, I think I think they they don't they're not um, they don't have the slim waist and all that, but they've they've often got um, a thigh gap. The owls, owls. yeah, oh, yeah. thigh gap. They've got little Zola bud legs. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I'm starting to think they're quite hot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, be Andy if they could turn their head to 170 okay, degrees. She could, okay. She could continue the yes. conversation. Okay, let's keep Do it not. nice. Okay. Shall yeah. we make it nice? Yeah. Can, can you help me out? Because there's, there's one uh, no. thing that's mysterious. Not if you're going to go around saying I'm, that it's I'm dead. Not, I'm not. I, I um, the. Come on. Theresa May thing. Yes. There was a bit of it which was a complete mystery to me, and she said she loved one way she unwinds is um, watching NCIS. Oh yes, mm-hmm. she loves that. Now I, I didn't know what it was, so I I I Wikipedia'd NCIS. Did you? And it said it was a a crime show. Um, <laughs> With na- Navy, Navy, Navy <laughs> themes. Is it? Yeah. And I thought, what kind of a crime show is that with Navy? Uh, yeah, this week there's been a sale by shooting. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, quite a lot of subplots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. very good. Lovely. Yeah, but what is it then? What, how, how does it Navy work? Navy Criminal Investigation is Service. Is, oh, is that what it stands for? Yeah, and they called it originally the Naval NCIS. And then someone oh. pointed out... Well, you can't say that. No, that no. sounds like it's going to be about fluff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, people think NCIS is like the chemical term for how it's formed from yeah. the body. So. Have you ever seen NCIS? No, I've never I've had never no idea it. What, it, what it was. It's been running for about, is it 16 years or something? I... Yeah, I saw that one when they had a uh, serial killer <laughs> called uh, the Bosun Burner. <laughs> Well, you know what it is? 8, 12, 15. How many crimes are there in the Navy? (laughs) Blue murder. (laughs) Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah, we were discussing NCIS. Yeah, completely new to me. It's evaded me totally. I mean, I've only caught brief moments of it. Mm. And... I've got to be straight. It hasn't been enough to, to lure me in, to keep Na- me in Navy, the naval point. Navy-themed um, crime. Well, yeah, they don't theory. even wear the Breton top. It's a bit oh. like I treasure, thought they'd have a nice sailor, a sailor pant and <laughs> yeah. a Breton top. But it's modern, is it? Is There's it a, lot a lot of, of, lot of hook, hook killings. The sort of thing they say, when I, the, 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 the sort of brief experience I've had of it, it was someone saying, you're playing a very risky game, Commander. Yeah, but they say that in every... Commander, they yeah, say. Commander. Oh, that's like something from Stingray. I'm an old man, Commander. (laughs) Is it a lot of um, speaking to people that are distracted because they're looking at one of those green maps with a little beeping, glowing dot on it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine once said that was the deal breaker. If she saw a movie and she heard boop, 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 the periscope noise, she She just thought, I can't watch it. Well, uh, (laughs) there used to be a thing called Voice. Deal breaker. (laughs) You know, Voice at the Bottom of the Sea, which was set in a submarine, used used to have that. I, I like that. Oh, yeah. 
Richard Basart, David Hedison. Those are glory days. Mentioning all the greats this morning. Mm. When Eric, the days when American drama was worth watching. Um. So, um, <laughs> what else? <laughs> well, I'm getting in some lovely pictures of owls here this morning. Oh, nice. There's some owls. Funny this was a TV show. <laughs> Yeah. Can you describe them? <laughs> yeah, I can actually. Some pictures of someone suggesting they're wearing garters. Oh, that there is an element of that. They're a bit like see? the old um, sock flaps that Leeds United used to wear in the seventies. Do you remember those sort of tabs? Oh. Yeah, lovely. Three nine one has said Hill Street Blues also had a navy theme. Hill Street oh, Blues. I blues. Get there it. You go. Do, do, do. Is there a three eight re NCIS? Was it on Sky? <laughs> oh. Re NCIS zero three eight says, "What about pirates?" Oh, I suppose that's a lot of piracy stuff. Yeah, I don't know. They're you not like, what they're, they're not like, what they were, are they? Pirates <laughs> moved online, haven't they? <laughs> DVDs just, um, and all that. They've, they've let all the old traditions go. I don't mm. know. You don't get the hooks and the peg legs and that. They're just like blokes in t-shirts and jeans. Yeah, <laughs> rubbish. They the used to, they, they used to have such a pride changed. in their appearance. Yeah, that's why you don't get uh, <laughs> you end up so many films about them and stuff anymore. We should say... Pirate, pirate videos. <laughs> on the subject, just going back really to NCIS, mm. one of the stars of the show, who's called Dwayne Henry... Oh, yeah. And he's from Birmingham, actually, Frank. He well, is. Birmingham, um, England. Yes, I know you get excited <laughs> when a, a Brummie pops up. And he's, well, you'll know a lot about naval crimes. He said um, <laughs> he said he was quite blown away. No, he said it was quite humbling. Yeah, well, let's not go into his <laughs> autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what was humbling? He said it was quite humbling to hear that. He didn't say, wow, to hear that Theresa May, sorry, was a fan of oh, NCIS. I see, yeah. But I like the way he phrased it. He didn't say, wow, that's extraordinary. He went, it's quite humbling. <laughs> he also said um, during his interview, Brummies get on with everyone. Did he? Yeah, what do you say to that? Um, I, I had th- some thoughts. I think that's generally true. <laughs> I mean, I have, I have seen some... Um, Hitting each other very hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's more of a blip. I watched right. two women fight outside a pub once and one had got hoop hearing, earrings on. The other one just ripped them straight oh, out. Oh, I knew you were going to tell us I that. Know, I know, yeah. I'd rather just have it implied. <laughs> OK, sorry, she had hoop earrings on. And, at the um, start. <laughs> yeah, and then she didn't have them on at the end. <laughs> and also had a raggedy nature to her appearance, <laughs> which had... Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, it was it was quite shocking. All these blokes were around, because it was two women fighting in those days. They were going, wee, wee, and then the earrings came off, and they went, oh, oh God. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, no, too much. Sorry, little uh, vignette from my past there, ladies and gentlemen. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, can I briefly just share with you a letter that we received this morning? Is it from the German Chancellor, Herr Hitler? (laughs) No. Indicates that there might be peace in our time. I thought that could be the second item on the news, if that's okay. This is from Colin Project. He says, dear Frank... No, hold on, does he work on a thing called the Colin Project? (laughs) Maybe. Oh, yeah. No, he's just called himself Colin Project. I like a great surname. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I hope it is him. He says... Could it be Colin Project? Very quiet spoken bloke. Yes. Oh, that'd be unfortunate. While visiting the National Radio Centre at Bletchley Park a few months ago, 
A kind chap there told me that the bub-de-bub-bub-de-bub sound you hear from other things when your phone is about to get an SMS message. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Clearly, yeah. we know yeah. what we yeah. mean. Yeah. How, 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 does it how would you do it, Al? Yeah, yeah. Frank, how do you do it? <laughs> I see, maybe that sounds like you're waking that. up on the central reservation <laughs> in the that's 80s. Not my f- that's uh, taking the top off Tupperware. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, just yeah, got, right. I just got the lid off this Tupperware. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, yeah, so the SMS message, we know what we mean yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin continues it's actually Morse code for the letters SMS. It's not. What you talk about, project? <laughs> <laughs> also, Frank mentioned SMS. last week. A time well, I know what S is because it's well, da, 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 you know dot, what dot dot. You know what SM is? No, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we very rarely use Morse code. There's no t- there's no tapping in the S and M community. <laughs> so S O S is da 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 da. I hope nobody's just turned off. <laughs> I don't want firemen kicking the doors in. But, uh, I don't so want anyone d- involved so, in a naval crime. So S is dot, dot, dot. So it oh, does okay. start, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and ends presumably because S is at the end. Yeah, I think, I think it might be true. That's yeah. what I think. I believe it more than 150 cookbooks. Yeah. Can yeah. I... Uh, Colin continues but, or rounds off his letter... I like that he sent us a letter, very traditional. Frank mentioned last week a time before everyone had a TV in every room. It reminded me of a lad at school in the 80s who would always tell everyone they had eight TVs in his house. (laughs) Everyone was always very impressed. What he failed to mention was that his mum ran a B and b Onwards and upwards, Colin. ah. There you go. Thank you, Colin. There used to be one telling. You couldn't go in the other room, so it's too cold. Yeah. What, what else? Um, well, discussing the past, 381 has texted a little earlier, but I don't think we should ignore it. Uh, hi, Frank, Emily and Al. Whatever happened to UFO sightings? I think they're still alive and well. They do. I don't think you get so many in the paper on that as you used to. You used to say, like, um, there was nine uh, phone calls to the police in Harrogate about a... Sh- <laughs> there was a cigar-shaped... <laughs> Light in the it's sky. You should mention Harrogate because I recently did a gig in Todmorden in West Yorkshire, oh, yeah. and uh, and one of the other acts on the bill is a UFO interested person. Okay, and he said to the guy running the gig, "Oh, you know, this is a UFO hotspot, Todmorden." Is it really? Apparently, I had no idea. That's an administrative error on the, amongst the Martians. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe all of the UFO sightings that three eight one is wondering where have they gone? Mm. Yeah, Todmorden. They've gone to Todmorden, and we're not hearing about them. So they're still. I'm, I'm sure they're, they're still, still active. I, what I would ask is anyone involved in this not to contact us in any way. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be bothering. You don't want the aliens to finally get in touch, and you're engaged. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, you just keep that little. You know who's obsessed by those is Robbie Williams. He is. But we'll get to that. No, he is. He's absolutely obsessed by UFOs. Danny Dyer is. Uh, I think he believes in UFOs. I saw him do a documentary about it. Honestly. Really? Yeah. And he was saying, oh, well, it, and, you know, it's just, uh, they're up there. They're up there. He was, he was right, really, he was talking about it as if it was some West Ham fans waiting behind a pub. <laughs> Yeah, but I, he, he seemed very uh, convinced. Well, we've all been convinced by things to get a TV job. <laughs> <laughs> you preferred to believe in the flat earth? Yeah, I know what's the money like. 
Yeah, true. <laughs> but uh, yes, well, but like I can say, if, if you do believe in it, no contact from with us. <laughs> Don't waste your time with terrestrials. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm missing the hot weather. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh. I think already. it's coming back, though. <laughs> I like it. That was quite a traditional yeah. radio presenter. It's coming home. I've just looked out the window. It looks all right again. Yeah, but it won't be. We won't see 33 again, I don't think. <laughs> I certainly won't. <laughs> <laughs> Hope I do, but it won't be my age. Um, can we talk about... Legend. I mentioned uh, Robbie Williams earlier. Yes. He did. Now... The Robster, as the I think Robster. he's sometimes called. Is he? he has got a new gig, Frank. He has. Have you heard about this? Mm-hmm. Well, you can't you can't live off World Cup opening ceremonies. <laughs> no, I mean it's too it's too sparse. No, Father Christmas gets more work than people who sing at World Cup <laughs> opening ceremonies. True yeah, they've yep. got a two for one. I don't know if it was two for one. I think they've both uh, negotiated so. their contracts individually. But it's Robbie and his wife. Uh, is it Ada or Ida Field? And they're both going to be on the X Factor panel. Simon Simone yes. Cowell, an old friend of the show, yeah. says he wanted an optimistic panel. That's how he described it. Okay, that's to make him look more um, dark and negative, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure that's worked because Robbie has sort of let the cat out of the bag as to why he's done it, hasn't he? With a kind of a cheeky joke. When what asked, did he say? He was asked, "Why have you become a judge on X Factor on this series when you've turned it down on other series?" And he said. Millions. There are literally millions of reasons why I've done this series. Yeah, but that might be a bit hundred and fifty cookbook. <laughs> you think? Yeah. You think actually he's getting equity minimum and some oh, yeah. free fruit in yeah. the dressing yeah. room? <laughs> actually, the pa- the equal pay would be a bit tricky, wouldn't it, with him and the wife? Yeah. Um, I, I, I love your him and the wife material. No, but <laughs> it adds an extra tension to it, doesn't it? Because they're liable, you know. Yeah. yeah. Pillow talk. If when yeah, he says, still, you know, never mind, <laughs> 300 grand a week, and she says, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, I th- do you think they're just saving on cars? Maybe. The yeah. people who may have... Because it's going to be very handy having them coming in together. That is a And good dressing point. rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True enough, they could share. Simone Cowell said, after the signing, I'm not overselling this when I say this has been one of the best days of my life. Huh? Just so you know, this man's had a child. So there yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, but what do you think about those two being on the panel together? Would you do that with Kath? Uh, no. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Me and Kath have been invited on to the odd uh, celebrity family fortunes and you'd be stuff quite like that. Good. You'd be great on that. No, but she's um, very... Uh, always been... Not even considered it. Mm. Right. And, uh, yeah, so I, I'm pretty certain that that... Mm. I mean, if I say to her, do you want to come and see... Like King Lear we went to the other night and I mm-hmm. said, uh, do you want to come to King Lear? And she said, no, definitely not. And I mm. said, it's not the press night. She said, oh, yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, OK, it's yeah. just It's just all that stuff. Respect. Right. But I don't really yeah, know. Is the, is the wife... Uh, forgive me for not <laughs> knowing this. Is the wife? <laughs> but is the wife a celebrity in her own right? What does she do? Let me put it this way. Is I she think... In, is NCIS? I think she has... <laughs> I'm not doing it down. I'm sure the fans of hers think she's great, but I think she has a shorter Wikipedia page than I do. Uh, that, what, what is her profession, though? She's a loose woman. Oh, she's on loose women. She, she was I, an I actor. Said that differently. She's on loose women. 
She was an actor in. Uh, I believe she. I think she's Turkish actually, but she was in. Did oh, she played Jason the Asthmatic in A and E about twenty years. Look, we've ago. all been actors. Young on this Susan show. in Dare the Triffids. <laughs> we've all had our moments as actors, but yeah. we, if someone said, "What do you do for a living?" Would we say actor? No. What would we buffalo? <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Very quick, Correzioni, from Clive Silas, one of our regulars. Okay. Colin Morse, who sent us, do you remember that letter about uh, SMS? Colin Project. Yes, Colin Project, exactly. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. He, he calls him Morse for SMS, is talking about the actual alert noise. You guys are talking about the buzzing noise in a loudspeaker not connected to the phone getting he's the message. Colin about... is confused. Yeah, he he's says. got. Da, da, da. Da, 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 da. That's what he's talking about. Oh, right. So that's why it is SMS. The, te- the alert, the text alert. OK, apologies for any confusion. Yes, but I'm very, glad we've cleared it up. I don't yeah. set people off into the dark night with that misinformation. And I don't think we've just cleared it up. I think it's both uh, cleared it up and it's interesting. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And Colin is confused. Sounds like a great uh, 70s play. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it does. I like Colin. Perhaps about the elderly. I like it. Um, can we uh, get back to Robbie Williams briefly? Sure. Can I say one thing in his defence? Mm. I once went to a game of Beat the Intro. Do you know that when you play the start mm. of a song, you have to guess what it is before? The, it's the first one yeah. to guess it before the lyrics come A little in. bit like Name That Tune or something. Yeah, but you have to Getting right quick, quickly before the the lyrics start, then it's yeah. devoid. And uh, so, if I play, you might go, "I oh, the tiger." Yeah. Um, some people might need, they might need that. I oh, the tiger. Mm. Yeah, good. <laughs> and uh, and I played that at, at Siobhan Fay's house uh, from oh. Banana Rama yeah. with oh. with Shakespeare's and, sister. And Robbie was um, one of. The, she's not that old. um, (laughs) Robbie was one of the people playing the game and he was really good on on the music and he also he was was singing about the place and he was singing lots of sort of 60s soul and stuff so I think I think he's a proper a, a music fan yes um, well, that'll it, make a change on that panel, eh? Yeah. <laughs> it will. Always nice to have one. They've got, they got a One Direction. They've got yeah. a Louis Tomlinson. Uh-huh. And then, obviously, Simone. Look, Louis. I wonder what Simon's going to wear for the big night. Because you, ne- you never know, do you, what the outfit's going to be with Simon. I think it'll be a white open next year. I think it might go black this Jeans season. Jeans a touch too high. Yeah. <laughs> They've upgraded their Louis. Yeah. <laughs> this, I'm fed up with this. It's like an oven cloth. This one's all burnt and ragged around. Yeah, let's get a new Louis. It'll be through next season. Oh, Louis the Second. That's what they'll call him on there. Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah, I, I think. I, I mean, I really like Robbie Williams. He's yeah. Very. Mm, uh, I do. It, it, and uh, he seems a laugh as well. Yeah. Which I think could be but, good telly. But I. I'm, I'm hoping he doesn't sing Let Me Entertain You, which I always felt was a song that was written mm. just for a sort of video montage on the telly. And he's, oh, look, you know, like we're, um, we are the champions. Oh, God. Oh, always yeah. written yeah. for the most cynical reasons for <laughs> thinking there'll be a lot of uh, royalties on this because they'll always use it on yeah. like video packages of, Search of for the, the, hero. World, the world snooker champ. Yes. We're not mm. playing it next, are we? That could be No, no, that would be. Or, I'm not saying it's not a great song. <laughs> I'm saying it's used for all the wrong um, reasons. So, okay, well, thank you uh, so much uh, for listening as we come to the end of the show. Uh, Do tune into Radio 4 at quarter past six tonight and you can hear me (laughs) plugging the death of Room 101 (laughs) on on Loose Ends. Yeah, I'm I'm on the... um, 
crumbling career tour, as I'm calling it at the moment. We'll be back again this time next week. Be seeing you. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.